welcome back everyone to the Into You Wellness Podcast. I'm your guide, Natasha, bringing you your weekly conversation around Ayurveda, yoga, and intuitive wisdom. So today we're talking hair care. We all want thick and strong and glossy hair. And in order to get this, the roots need to be firm and the scalp needs to be healthy and well-nourished. Just think of it as the skin is this rolling landscape and the hair is this tall grassland needing moisture and nourishment. And in order to do that, the root system needs to be healthy, strong in order for the hair to flourish. When we think of it in our environment, if there's a drought and there's this blazing heat, it will quickly destroy our lawn. And heat is one of the most detrimental things for the hair. So too much sun dries out the hair. Uh, Anything that heats the head, it really weakens the scalp. And when we're weakening the scalp, we're weakening the hair roots to help keep that heat off the hair. So you wanna protect your hair by wearing a hat, uh, especially when you're out in the strong sunlight for long periods of time. And this is especially if you're a blonde or a redhead. Other ways that we create heat on the scalp is using those things like hair dryers and curling irons. Those things really also dry out the scalp. Also high pitta heat, within the body can also damage the hair at the roots. So when we're talking about the heat, it naturally rises and it leaves the body at the crown of the head. And most pitta types naturally have the strongest amount of body heat. Pittas are most prone to premature graying and balding. Having excessive heat by our diet can really generate even more heat in the body. And that could be eating a high red meat diet. Also, a lot of heat in the body can be, especially in the head, can be generated by a lot of mental activity. So not giving us that balance of that rest or relaxation or meditation, but always in that doing and thinking mode instead of adding some playfulness into our day. When we think about this mental activity, it's interesting that The absent-minded professor is often portrayed as bald or this wild with gray, dry, curly locks. So what can we do? We want to keep both the brain and the scalp. We want to keep them cool. So even when we're washing our hair, it's best to do it with warm water and then maybe a cool rinse. We don't necessarily want to use really cold water. Uh, Unless it's really hot outside, it certainly isn't something that you want to do in the winter. Maybe just a cooler water. And this is just a tip that cold water is actually more efficient at removing soap. And it's also toning to the scalp and refreshing for the nervous system. So when we look at diets, we're looking at a diet rich in proteins, minerals, vitamins, And those are especially in iron, sulfur, zinc, B vitamin, or B complex, and vitamin C. As well, we want to make sure that we're getting those essential fatty acids. And these are all essential for healthy hair. When we look at hair health, we're also looking at the health of the ashti datu, which is the bones 
our hair, our skin, is all the things about structure. We really want to make sure that we are creating this health. So another good mineral is calcium, making sure that we're getting enough calcium in our diet. Just like the skin, healthy hair comes from within. So it's really taking care of our diet, looking at also rituals or practices that nurture our nervous system. We want to keep stress down as this is going to or cause decreased hair health uh, and skin health. The fact that the hair actually reflects the internal state of our body. And one way this is done is through hair analysis. And this is widely used by nutritionists and healthcare professionals. So hair analysis helps to discover the toxicity and also the nutritional deficiencies that are in the body. So as I had mentioned, the nutrients are really key to healthy hair. But in order for them to be effective, they really must reach the roots. And if we're working from a diet from depletion, it's going to take even more for us to build up healthy hair. I had mentioned earlier about stress and how often tension can also decrease the health of our hair. So often tension in the scalp or you could say the fatty deposits can block the circulation. And this is why hair or scalp massage is so, so beneficial to increasing the, the health of our hair at the roots. Not only does massage release tension, but it also improves the circulation and it helps to free the, the hair roots of dry sebum. And if you've ever had a head massage, it is one of the most relaxing and pleasurable experiences. So you may think that just massaging the head with shampoo when you're washing your hair is good, but actually massaging the skin with oil is actually much better. And you can use a variety of herbal oils uh, that help to benefit the scalp and the hair. And when we use herbs, they really enhance the effect of the massage by nourishing and strengthening the hair roots. And when we do that, we're promoting hair growth. You always want to use a base oil. Now you can use sesame or coconut oil. You can also use pumpkin seed or almond oil. You can really choose one that either fits your dosha or is most available to you. With an Ayurveda, there are many different herbs that can be used, such as neem and sandalwood, uh, jasmine, coriander, uh, licorice root is another one. You can also use trifola. You can use these as a hair paste or a hair conditioner. You can use these in a combination or you can use them individually. So how do we perform a head massage? You want to warm the oil prior to the massage as it is more relaxing and it actually penetrates better. So if time is an issue and you don't have herbs available, but you do have some essential oils, you could use, you can use lavender or rosemary. And with a base oil, such as the ones that I had mentioned before, uh, definitely sesame seed oil or coconut oil are great oils to use. You can add two or three drops of either lavender or rosemary and gently massage the scalp with this. And it leaves your hair with that nice 
lavender smell or rosemary. You want to do this after you wash your hair. And you want to do this anywhere from five to 10 minutes. Make sure you do this uh, prior to eating. You can do this type of head massage typically in the morning or just before going to bed. You want to also do it away from meals. So either prior to a meal, the circulation is not taken away where that energy is taken away from the digestion. As you bring that blood flow to the head, you want to make sure that you're keeping that balance within the digestive system as well. So what you want to do in order to do the head massage is warm the oil before the massage as, as it is more relaxing and penetrates better. Once the oil has been thoroughly massaged into the scalp, you can brush the hair with a natural bristle or nylon brush. And then you can wrap the head in a warm towel. You can leave this for a minimum of 20 minutes, or if you can, you can leave it overnight. So the reason why this works so well is when the body rests, the skin is more able to take in the nourishment. This particular type of treatment is very nourishing to the scalp, the hair roots, and the hair itself. And it works excellent way to combat dryness, especially if you are using blow dryers and curling irons, or if you color your hair perms. This type of massage really helps to promote healthy new hair growth. So traditionally within Ayurveda, powdered herbs are used to cleanse the hair. And this is what helps to lift the dirt without disturbing the natural functioning of the scalp. You can also find uh, some gentle shampoos that contain Ayurvedic extracts of neem and other herbs. If you can, it's best to avoid shampoos that have those setting agents, such as sodium sulfates, uh, as the foam has really little to do with their cleansing effect. They're just simply really harsh chemicals that actually strip out the outer protein layer of the hair and actually dries the scalp out. And this is why we need to use hair conditioners because the hair's shaft is dried out and so is the scalp. And really, hair conditioners do little more than provide really an oily film that in the end just traps the dirt and makes the hair look dull. They're really not necessary for healthy hair. So I'm going to give you a little recipe that you can use if you want to make your own dry shampoo. And this takes in some different powders. So one teaspoon of orris powder two teaspoons of arrowroot powder, one to two teaspoons of herbs such as neem or sandalwood. And what you're going to do is you can part the hair and then sprinkle this in, leaving the powder in for about 10 minutes. So brush until all the powder is out and this takes all the dirt and excess oils with it. If you're looking for a wet shampoo, there are some Ayurvedic shampoos on the market. Uh, if you would like to make your own, here's a simple recipe, is take one tablespoon of grated or powdered silkwort, one handful of herbs, and those can be some of the herbs that I've already mentioned, and you're going to need some boiling water. So what you're going to do is pour the boiling water over your mixture, 
allow it to cool and strain. And then you can use this as you would a regular shampoo. If you feel that you still need a, a conditioner, here's a recipe you can try. So three tablespoons of those herbal oils that I had mentioned earlier for the head massage. One tablespoon of cider vinegar or fresh lemon juice, one egg yolk, one teaspoon of honey, and then just a few drops of essential oils um, as per scent and then for the, maybe for the qualities that you wanna give your hair. And then just use this the same way as you would a conditioner. Before I go into the hair problems, perms and dyes, which chemically alter the shaft of the hair, and this will often make it brittle and dry. There are natural perms that are now available, as well as there's more natural dyeing processes. And one of the ways is herbal hair rinses, which are the safest way to lighten, to highlight and enhance the natural hair color, and also brings this glossy shine as well as it strengthens and thickens the hair. So if you're looking for natural hair rinses, conditioning rinses, you can use lemon juice or vinegar or beer as it helps to remove soap and conditioner residue. They swell the keratin layer and helps to make the hair glossy and smooth. Adding an egg yolk to the rinse gives it this natural protein and sulfur boost. Just use an essential oil in the rinse if you're using the egg as it tends, that eggy smell tends to linger. Another thing you can use is yogurt as it naturally softens the hair. If you're looking for lightening rinses, using a chamomile tea or a marigold tea or even onion juice will brighten blonde hair. Rhubarb root is a natural yellow hair dye. Using lemon juice in your rinse and then drying the hair out in the sun can do this natural bleaching. Just remember not to let the head get too hot. For darkening rinses, you can use rosemary, sage, and then a couple of those Ayurvedic herbs as well. And these will help to darken and bring luster to the hair. For red highlights, using henna powder. And there's a large variety of natural hennas out there and anywhere ranging from red through natural. Always test the henna on a tiny strip of hair before using. And just know that the effect of henna can be especially strong on blonde or gray hair. The acid of lemon juice or vinegar will actually strengthening the dyeing effect. So you could do that prior to uh, use henna. And you can also mix henna with black coffee or burgundy wine, and this will make a darker and richer tone. So let's look at some hair problems. Dry hair. So with dry hair, some things that you can do is really reduce the factors in your lifestyle that aggravate the vata dosha. So what you can do is make sure you have plenty of zinc and essential fatty acids in your diet, giving yourself regular warm oil head massages. You can use warm sesame seed oil with essential oils of lavender or geranium. If your problem is oily hair, so you want to look at reducing the factors in your lifestyle that aggravate the pitta dosha. And this is especially those oily foods. Wash your hair regularly and then using lemony rinses. Brush your hair well and don't be afraid to use oil massage as well. Massage helps to balance the scalp condition, especially when those herbal essential oils are used. For oily hair, neem oil works really well 
Um, also the essential oil of clary sage, juniper, cedarwood, cypress, lemon, and lavender. If your problem is dandruff, this problem often resolves with a natural foods diet. And also when we improve our agni or our digestive fire. Sometimes dandruff can be aggravated by allergies or particular foods that stress the liver. When we look at heavy fatty foods like milk, yogurt, cheese, peanut butter, and fatty red meats, these can sometimes stress the liver, especially if we can't digest them well and if that agni is low. So massage works well here again as it helps to stimulate the scalp and the circulation. You can use essential oils such as eucalyptus and rose in your oil as it also helps condition the hair as well. When we use the eucalyptus, that helps to stimulate and cleanse the scalp. And then the rose helps to tone and soothe. For itchy dandruff, with that flaking and inflammation, you can use geranium, lavender, juniper, and sandalwood essential oils in a combination or as an oil on itself. And always use it with a base oil. Again, that's those base oils are sesame, coconut, almond. Massage this well into the scalp and you can leave it overnight and then shampoo well in the morning. If you have that oily scaling scalp, we can help this by using those essential oils of cedar, rosemary, and then a lemon. So the next hair problem is hair loss. So hair loss can be due to poor diet, but also can be from the hair being severely damaged by other factors. And this can be external or internal heat, as mentioned, as I had mentioned. But some other factors include stress and tension that tightens the scalp and reduces the circulation, hormonal changes such as in pregnancy and menopause, a thyroid imbalance, medications, especially diet pills can cause hair loss, illness or allergies, shock or long-term worry, also over-processing with dyes and perms. And then there's also the underlining genetic tendencies that could be here as well. To assist with this condition, massaging with oils, really working deeply into the scalp to relax and nurse the nervous system can really be helpful and useful against all the factors that I just listed and helps to rejuvenate the hair roots so that they can once again produce healthy hair. Remember that once the roots are clear and healthy, the hair is free to grow. Remember that our hair health starts from the inside. Look at your diet, look at how you're digesting things. And then doing these practices and rituals such as massage and getting some of these oils into the hair, watching the chemicals that we are using into the scalp and hair, as they not only cause problems with the drying out the scalp and those chemicals can also get into the environment through our waterways. And we really want to not only keep ourselves healthy, but our environment as well. All right, so that wraps it up for some hair health. I hope this gives you some ideas on how to create some luster into your, your locks and, and have that gorgeous hair that you've always desired. So if you're looking for more information in regards to how to create more radiant health, starting from the inside and letting this 
radiate out. You can check out my book on Amazon. You can also check out my website as I have some great programs on there, such as the 30 days to your more radiant self. Uh, each day we break down different practices, different rituals, give you some information on how you can create more health in your body. And you break it down nice and slowly. And at the end, you can take those practices that really resonate with you in the moment. And then you can add some as you go. So it simplifies this process for you in order to get to that desired result of creating more health in your body, your mind, and your soul. So that's it for me today. I wish you an amazingly awesome day and go out there and be your fabulous self.